Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. just a little bit about what it looks like to be in community and be in communion with close friends and why that's important. So uh, if you're new to this camp, let me like reiterate. Uh, 2018, my husband left us. I was six and a half, seven months pregnant with my daughter and I had a 13 month old when he left. The people who surrounded me and surrounded my kids were not the ones who attended a congregation with us. There was not a single church that reached out. Um, What was there was support from different friends that I have made over my life. Now, when I moved to South Carolina, I did not realize that I was trading Uh, being close to my family or being with friends and so when I moved here I basically lost all of my friends Um, I am an ambivert so that means I get my energy from being around people like my creative juices I get from being around people and then I am restored by being alone so like I go be with my people get inspired get creative all of that happens with others, and then, like, I come back home to process, and I don't have a, I don't need a lot of space for recovery time anymore. However, what I missed when I moved here was, and is, deep, intentional connection and fellowship with others, and I live in a rural area. This is very hard here. We all live very far apart. Um, My mom is my neighbor, but the person I am closest to in this area lives about 17 miles away. Which doesn't sound like the end of the world. Uh, It's just that because of kids and stuff, we don't see each other very often. Um, But here's what I want to encourage you guys with. As adults, it is very challenging to make friendships because we just assume people should come to us. Like, we always want people to come to us and ask us how we're doing. But yo, if you want close friends and you want fellowship, you have to create it. It is solely up to you and it is solely your responsibility for being a friend and making a friend. Um... Because of where I live, I live in a very rural area. Um, There is only so much time in a day. And so in this region, people don't really fellowship with other people they're not related to. Most of the friend groups and the social circles that people stay into are the ones they're born into. 
um, because there aren't a lot of newcomers and there aren't a lot of outsiders, so people don't have to adapt and be hospitable. You're just born with your friends because, like, because, like, the people who live here are, half of them are all related to each other or they've been attending the same congregation since they were seven. So making friends here is a challenge. But I have not given up. I have a few very faithful um, acquaintances that I that are dear to my heart, um, but they are that way because I made it that way, and I was intentional to reach out and I was intentional to set up relationships with these women. So if you find yourself on the struggle bus, realizing that hey, like nobody's coming over and I don't have anybody to come play with me, you guys, you have to ask for it. You have to ask somebody to come be in your space. You have to make space to hold others. Um, I shared today about the weekend I had with my best friend, Kaylor. And A, if you like country music, please go follow her. Um, But B, she and I have been friends for a long time. And I, you know, because I am a whole package type of individual, people are often intimidated by me. And especially when you meet me in a congregation, I am too much. Like, I will not ever join a congregation again. But um, because, I'm a, because I'm a whole package type of person, I don't make sense in a congregation. Because it's not surface level and it's not topical. It's a lot to handle. Um, but she and I became friends when we realized, like, oh, like, it's just because we don't fit in with congregation culture. It's not because there's anything wrong with us. So I met her in 2012. And we've been close friends since then. Um, but what it took was us getting over our pride and over the societal standards of what it looks like to attend a congregation and be a friend in that circle. And actually give each other space to be raw and vulnerable. Now, like, I've known Kayla for eight years, so the beauty of it is we have spent so much time building trust together, we can share the deepest parts of our heart, and, like, we kind of aren't really close with people who we can't do that with, um, and I know me specifically, like, y'all... We were created for fellowship. We were created for platonic intimacy. We were created to be one with the Father and one with the Trinity. So if that's the type of unity that the Trinity has, that's also what we were created to do to fellowship with one another. It's one of the reasons I cannot participate in congregation again is because I can't do anything that surface level. That's why I have a job. It's why I go to work, to go be surface level with people. But if I'm going to get up at a decent time and take my kids somewhere, it's going to have to be more than a surface level conversation, a topical message, and a hey, good morning. It has to be more than that. Um, if you were raised in a congregation, it might be very hard for you to make friends because you don't have to. Um, but if you want these deep, meaningful conversations and you want these deep, meaningful friendships, you have to make space. I drove six hours one way to get to Kayla's house. So worth it. Like we stayed up until two in the morning. I snotted on her couch. Like this is what, you know, 
or this is what I wanted in a close friend. And, you know, there's, if you want close friends, you have to be willing to go out of your way to engage in that type of fellowship. And if you are starving for that in your space, then make space for it. Um, because I'm a single mom, I can do things after my kids go to bed in my home. It's very hard for me to leave. Like, I went to Kaylor's and I probably won't leave my house and I won't do anything without my kids for another six weeks. I'm okay with that. I'm not upset about that. But my married friends who do have spouses who can watch their kids after their kids go to bed, they're always welcome over into my house. The thing I miss most about my first marriage is my friends. Because we were the most unmarried married people, we had people over in our apartment four nights a week. Um... And if we weren't, if people weren't at our house, we were at theirs. We created community because that's the kind of people we were. And I am still that way. Like, I still want fellowship, but I need it to be in my space. And so I don't limit my fellowship to weekends. I want fellowship seven days a week. Come over to my house. We will make snacks. Um, but here, here is another place I want to encourage you. You have to give yourself permission to overcome vulnerability. Like, I am close to the people I'm close to because I do not mind exposing my heart to them. They've all, they're also, like, generally safe, healthy people. Um, and you know that by the lifestyle that they lead. But you, in order to engage... And have close meaningful relationships you have to share close meaningful things and this is just kind of missed in congregation culture like you know you tell each other hi good morning you like see someone have a salvation or a conversion experience you sing a hymn that's like emotional but that's not the confession of your heart from one person to another this takes practice so Millennials who grew up in a congregation and are struggling on the friend bus. This is how you do it. Invite people over to your house. Say yes. Share what's on your heart. Um, our generation is very good about being encouraging. What our generation is not good about doing is showing up and putting the boots on the ground and doing the work. To have friends. To have a strong, close-knit, tight community. You have to make that. My mom did set an excellent example for me as a kid. Um, she ran with a really tight group of women. There were like seven or ten families. And we all did life together all the time until my parents got divorced. I didn't know like just my family as a kid. I knew like ten other families and we always did things together. Like, there was never just really, like, the three of us going to do stuff with my parents. It was the three of us and, like, one or two other families. And I'm trying to curate that experience for my children because it was so meaningful in my life. However, that did not happen by choice. My mom wanted friends, so she, like, made a community. And here I am in my 30s with my kids making community. But it's not happenstance, it's intentional. So, millennials, if you want friends, if you want close friends, you have to make it happen. Invite people over, confess your heart, 
get over your ego, be willing to go to someone else's space. Okay? Like, it will be worth it. But you have to try for this. This is not going to come naturally if you don't practice. So, practice being a good friend. Pick up the phone. Send a text. Call them. Set up a time to come over after dinner. Meet really in the morning for coffee. You have the tools needed to be a good friend. Okay? Love y'all. And tell me how you're making a friend this week. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site, nicoleshenhouse.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. As always, cheering for you 